Greetings everyone, hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, we are doing a special review for an internet pilot episode for an animation called Long Gone Gulch. That's right, it seems to be an independent animated short which you can watch right now on YouTube. And so I chit chatted with Mark and said, hey, let's watch this together and see what we think about it. Since in the past before, I've done similar things for Has Been Hotel and Hell of a Boss. So why not continue on with that? And speaking of Mark, he is also here, joined with me via remote satellite. How you doing out there, Mark? How you enjoying the kickoff of 2021? Yeah, it's only the kickoff. Kickoff? What happened to Wolfwalkers, Matt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got I got to come clean with that, folks. I mentioned it on my Twitter as well as a YouTube post, but unfortunately, we did review that. We recorded our thoughts, and I was gonna I was gonna edit it after the holidays. So when I was jumping to it, uh, the application I use to help record voices of people remotely, such as with Mark and things like that, they delete the audio file one week if you have not downloaded it yet. And I only had my audio file, so poop. All that hard work, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the artistic critique and merit we did. You, Yeah, I do apologize, folks. That was a real F up on my part. And uh, I'll try to be more attentive when downloading remote guests in the future. I don't know if I blame you or if I blame Craig. Damn you, Craig. But long story short, if you are curious about what our thoughts are on that, uh, Wolfwalkers, I really liked it. Mark hated it with a passion. I did. How dare you? This is black. You're lucky there's no evidence for me to prove my innocence or so help me. I'm joking. I think we enjoyed it, generally speaking. This might devolve into a Sweeney Todd situation. Anyway. Yeah, no, you, you folks, you're not here to hear our thoughts on Wolfwalkers specifically. We're here to talk Wolf about Sweeney the- Todd. Yes. Um, you're here for <laughs> Long Gone Gulch, folks. So let's get straight into it. Uh, Mark, why don't you let the fine folks know, what is this pilot all about? Well, I'm glad you asked, Matt. In the pilot episode for what I hope will be a series, Rawhide and Snag aren't always the best sheriffs of the strange land known as the Gulch. When crossing off their wanted posters for having defeated the Mako gang, the two find themselves in hot water and they must fight for what they care for most while going up against the rogues gallery that live in the land of the Gulch. And that, I would say, is the general synopsis for this pilot. Now, to kick things off, I want to put out some of my pros for this pilot. Aesthetically speaking, Speaking, I really, really enjoyed the visual style of this show. The environments in particular, I really liked how like hand-drawn and organic they feel, how detailed and lived in they are, but not too overly detailed to distract from the characters too much. Yes, there is a lot going on, but I feel like that this cartoon is much more cohesive than other independent pilots that I've seen. And to kind of continue off of that, I actually do like the art style of this show. It reminds me of the early 2000s Cartoon Cartoon Friday kind of style, while at the same time, and I believe Mark mentioned this before the show, it also has a hint of that Nicktoon style that tries to kind of go with that retro feel to it. And so in terms of the character designs, I think while they are busy in some areas, I feel like this pilot does a really good job. And I hate comparing things to other things that I've seen, but that's generally how I work. Well, you're just giving a frame of reference. This is my frame of reference. I mean, compared to the uh, Hell of a Boss and like Has Been Hotel, I feel like there's a more harmonious design to each character here where Walhide has her palette. It makes sense. She has a very endearing design. Snag has a very like icky bluish green design. And 
all the other characters, they have their palette within that separates them from the other characters. And I think they did a good job there. And uh, Mark, let me pass this over to you. I think I saw this on Twitter and you know how like as new cartoons come out, there's this trend where people are kind of bashing it saying like oh it looks like the cow art style and all that having absolutely no idea what the cow art style is yeah exactly it it just became an internet trend right it's another example of the internet taking a term and being like we're using this term correctly and you just the second you look up the term you're like no you're just trying to sound like you actually know something (laughs) exactly but i feel kind to the point i'm trying to get at here is i've noticed in cartoons lately and i don't have a problem with it but i notice a lot of cartoons are starting to do the whole glossy eyelid effect. I remember seeing that in like a couple of those funny cartoons. I don't remember the exact name for it, but I saw on Twitter about the guy who had a ghost possess him in his butt or something. Yeah, this animator. I think I showed it to you before. um, This animator, he is heavily inspired by Ren and Stimpy. So his facial animation is like all crazy like that. But I know it's like the eyelids, whenever they close, they have like that shiny gloss to it. And I know that's in the Long Gone Gulch as well. So that's kind of a trend I noticed lately with cartoons these days. I don't want to Google, but ghost possession so i'm gonna take your word for it oh i'll send you a link mark don't worry about it but anyway yeah i mean overall speaking i think the visuals work really really well for me in terms of like a cohesive art style now i do have a couple like little issues that i've noticed throughout but let me jump quickly to mark uh what are some of your positive takeaways oh good i was worried you were going to delete my audio i thought i was never going to get a word in edgewise i'm not that spiteful this year this year he's this year last year it's still in question you see what I put up with here, folks. And I'm the guest of all things. But um, no, uh, to mention, to while we're on the subject of art, style, and design, one thing I think I really love about this, which I don't think we've seen done very well with some other um, YouTube, for lack of a better term, YouTube original or independent show content, is because there are some very busy designs in this show. But one thing I think that really sets the show apart is, for me, I don't lose the characters in the background art. They stand out and have strong silhouettes and don't and their color palettes help them not just blend in to the world around them, which is something great. And I'd actually compared the art style to um if they had done sort of what they did with Jimmy Neutron, this looks like the Nicktoons show that we would have gotten if they made the Rango spin-off show. That was sort of my uh visual comparison to it, you know, kind of in that ballpark. But yeah, no, there's, you know, Rawhide has a very predominantly warm color palette snag has a much more cooler palette so they contrast with each other whenever they're on the screen um the character designs are really fun and we were instantly sort of taken in by a uh, pinchley the cactus and just some of his little things i actually loved mako's design and um matt you even mentioned that uh squatch you liked how his uh hands rather than having defined hands just because he's so furry were just kind of scruffs of fur really yeah i thought that was kind of a funny design choice there and it was a lot of fun even like characters like the mayor and marigold you know just being jackalopes you know was also a lot of fun but um yeah overall the art style really stood out and felt very refined in a lot of areas i never felt like things were going necessarily off model per se even when things are supposed to be exaggerated in certain bits of animation and i really 
really appreciated that. No, yeah. Um, I think you and I were in that mutual agreement there. In terms of the story, I liked the pilot story. The only issue that I think I really had with it was the pacing. Whereas when we get to the bar scene, and that's when uh, Raw Hyde and this other character, BW, have a little bout. And that leads to Wild Hyde and Snag losing their badge. At that point of the episode, I felt like we were like 15 to 18 minutes in. But when I checked the marker, we were only 10 minutes in. And so I don't know if it was just the pacing of the story or not, but I felt like that this pilot was a lot longer than its 21 minute runtime. So I don't really know what to do with that, to be honest with you. Um, you kind of suggested that maybe they could have split it into a two-parting episode. Maybe we could have got more world building on like, who is Rawhide and Snag's relationship? Like, how did they meet? Why did they agree to work together? Because at the beginning, I thought they were brother and sister, but whenever Rawhide's father was brought up, it seemed like she was the only one reacting. And you mentioned a fact about Snag that I completely missed. Oh, how he was um, from the city? Yeah. So I wonder if maybe they were cousins or something. I don't know. I think it would have been kind of cool to got a little bit more of that in this pilot, but it is just a pilot. We, we kind of want to get their chemistry and vibe going and see what kind of world what they partake in. It is worth mentioning that if this information is available, like via the Kickstarter and stuff, we do not know because we did not um, we did not give to the Kickstarter, unfortunately. I remember when this came out, I wanted to give to it personally because I really loved it, the look and everything they were going for. But um, I was broke and coming out of, I'm pretty sure coming out of animation school at the time, so I didn't have the money for that. But um, yeah, so if there was any information that clarifies that, let us know just so we know because I'd really like to keep watching this if this continues to be a series but um yeah there was no uh clear uh relationship established at least as far as we could tell but um yeah that's really kind of where we were with that i think it would have been fun to at least know like why was um snag there if he's from the city was he sent away you know sort of you know by his parents or whatever we we know he's been to juvie apparently so um yeah that would really kind of at least from that dynamic would have been helped to have had that flushed out so let me uh seesaw back and forth between good points and bad points let's talk about the voice acting here. I actually really liked the voices that they chose for Rawhide and Snag. It's not the same voice actor, but the one who played Rawhide. Elizabeth Daly? Yeah, credited as E.G. Daly, I believe, in this cartoon. I really liked how much she kind of emulated a little bit of that Tommy Pickle voice in this. I don't remember that voice actor's name, but I kind of like that vibe. It really gave me that nostalgic 90s vibe there. And what's cool, you told me about this, Mark, is the guy who played Snag is the same guy who voiced Jack Spicer in Shaolin Showdown. And I thought that was great because I liked that nonchalant, laid back, yet attitude he gave. I thought that was great. And we both agreed. We kind of liked the voice of Mako. He reminded you of a few things, yes? Yeah, he kind of sounded to me like if Jim Cummings doing his Winnie the Pooh voice in Sometimes uh, was trying to do the voice of Yondu from the MCU Guardians of the Galaxy. And um, there's a reason I actually really liked his performance. Uh, and he's actually a voice actor who's really been climbing up the list of my personal favorites. Uh, it's Eric Bowser, who some of you might know from his recent works. And um, in fact, we actually praised him, I believe, quite a bit uh, during our review of the new Looney Tunes that are on uh, HBO Max with him, you know, having taken over the role of Daffy and a few others. And yeah, no, he's actually, I think he's even voicing Fozzie in um, the new Muppet Babies and stuff. So like, he's clearly 
been around and has a quite the range. I've been very impressed with his work so far. Absolutely. Now, the seesaw part I mentioned, as much as I like those main cast members there, there are a couple in here that didn't quite work for me. The one who worked for me the least is probably B.W., this laid back tall lady who has a bout with Walhide. I kind of got what they were going for, but her low whisper voice, I don't know if it was just a recording issue or a direction issue, but it just didn't really work for me. Like it sounded like she was from a completely different project. And the other character who didn't work for me, surprisingly, was Mayor Rhubarb, which when I first saw him, I expected him to be a little bit more older sounding. But the way you described it, Mark, is that you think he may have been a little too flat. A little bit, given how frustrated with him, our duo, that uh, Mayor Rhubarb was, I was kind of expecting a, a little bit more energy in some of his takes. You know, someone who sounds like he's really, exas- he's just, you know, exacerbated. He's kind of at his wits end. Like we even see him in the beginning. I think it's, you could either read it that he was trying to spike his coffee with carrot juice, or it was like sort of a Tums, you know, uh, sort of allegory. But like, I was kind of like, okay, this guy's, you know, like, got ulcers like he's really high strung he's in this the mayor of this crazy town and these kids kind of keep helping but making it worse and you know things like that so that was just my opinion i realize that's rich coming from me because i consider myself to have a very flat monotone voice in terms of delivery so i am not one to judge so take that with what you will but i will judge and i have judged i feel like they could have gone with a different direction for that guy's voice you know what would have been really cool and i feel bad for mentioning him right now given his current health thing but i kind of i don't know how well he would have jived with the western thing but i could have seen tom kane maybe doing a western version of his sort of for lack of a better term mr harriman voice from foster's home for imaginary friends like i could have kind of seen that that would have been great but yeah overall uh, to conclude on my negative points because there's one more thing i want to bring up with you mark that might be interesting for the viewers the only other negative points i have here is I thought the animation was really well done for a TV quality animated pilot. It felt more in control and the animation directors had more of a of a focus working with the other animators. I actually know one of the animators who worked on this, so I think they did a fantastic job. There were a couple of parts where I feel like there was some animation done that wasn't really needed. But that's very nitpicky. It's just very minor reactions and takes. But one of the bigger issues that I had that came up, unfortunately, there were a couple of times where I think I probably blame the editing more than the animation. There were a couple of times where characters would say their line, set up for a gag, and then a punchline would follow. But the hold on the setup afterward was held a little bit too long and then something would happen and i feel like because i came up a couple times the first time it was like roughly two minutes in Walhide says something she gets excited but then there's like a freeze frame for like almost like three quarters of a second maybe one second where nothing happens and then a consequence happens i feel like the editing could have been a little bit tighter there or if you wanted to hold on that frame maybe at that point have snag like do a slow blink or something because as soon as she was done talking, the entire video froze for like a second. And that happened a couple of times here and there where I was just like, I don't know, I think the compositing could have been a little bit tighter or editing wise. No, totally. And you pointed those out to me. I hadn't quite 
noticed them at the time, but they did stand out quite a bit, actually. And I, I do think it was probably more a little bit of on the editing side, if I were to guess. But you know, I'm not. I wouldn't know for sure. That'd just be my educated guess there. But um, yeah. Otherwise, you know, I think some. I think my negatives were a little less in this because I honestly just really enjoyed it. And I don't. I I do. I do think this was probably the most realized, for lack of a better, independent YouTube uh, pilot we've seen so far and we've had a lot of them they've all been very great in their own respects but this like out the box felt almost like the most ready to go 100 percent. well i don't want this review to go as long as the pilot itself so i'm not going to do that but i will conclude with this mark so there are three big notable names that i noticed in the special thanks the first one being debbie derryberry who i recognize playing jimmy neutron from that old nickelodeon show and another big name that i just noticed tara strong is also given special thanks oh really wow so we got two highly notable voice actors who must have backed this project or at least were special connections to the producers of this cartoon to help them get some of those notable voice actors that you appreciate so much, Mark. That's amazing. I had no idea that Miss Strong was involved in this in any capacity. And the last big notable name that I noticed in this is Gendy Tarkovsky himself. He has special thanks credit. I could see some of that influence in there if he offered any. So there you go. Gendy gave the okay on this short and I'm actually kind happy to hear that i am too i always love seeing his work in any stretch of the imagination now whether how much he was involved we don't know but that sounds great by my guess he definitely endorsed this cartoon and so that's probably why i would recommend long gone gulch if you haven't checked it out already you can see it on youtube we'll link you in the description below in both the youtube and uh, we'll see if we can do that on the spotify one as well so yeah overall i really enjoyed this couple little issues i had with it but they were mostly nitpicks i'm really curious to see if they're going to continue off of this I'm always a fan, oddly enough, of spaghetti westerns, but with a twist. And I like kind of that gritty, weird twist to it. I mean, I enjoyed Rango a lot, so. Rango was one of our favorites way back in the day. I, I, I'm afraid that Rango is already way back in the day. I think it is like 11 years old. Oh, don't say that. I know. I, I don't know. But anyway, the point is, I recommend Long Gone Gulch. I think it's fun. It's not overly mature, like has been Hotel or Hell of a Boss. As the way you probably described it, Mark, it kind of feels like a primetime television show for kids. Like it has that little bit of that edge to it, but it's still kind of like family friendly in a way. No, absolutely. I could not recommend this more. It deserves all the views. It was just a delight from start to finish for me. And I just, I mean, with the pedigree going into it, I mean, I feel like any critique I gave was, you know, invalid because I'm not going to, I'm not going to step to the likes of Gendy and Tara Strong and Jimmy Neutron. Like they know what they're doing. And I, I really hope that like some of the other YouTube uh, pilots this really does become its own thing i know uh, god i feel like it'd be a shill for saying this but i would love like i kind of want a long a long gone gold shirt or maybe a mako pin i know plenty of other shows have the stuff like that but i'd buy it for sure props to tara bellinger and zach bellissimo you guys did a good job with this pilot i recommend it bravo well done well you heard our opinion, but now we want to hear yours. Let us know in the comment section below, what did you think of the pilot episode of Long Gone Gulch, an animated Western wackiness? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, consider going to my Patreon, follow me on Twitter, or do a one-time donation at my Streamlabs. Links are in the description below. This is Matt Sella. Yeah, this is my work. Thanking you all for tuning in. Oh.